0: The advice in this podcast is general in nature and does not constitute medical advice. Always consult your doctor if you are concerned about your child's health. We recommend always following the Safe Sleep Guidelines. In the spirit of reconciliation, Dr Fallon and Dr Laura acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and the continuation of cultural, spiritual and and educational practices of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. They pay respects to the elders past and present and recognise that sovereignty was never ceded. Hello and welcome back to Brand New Little People. I am your host, Dr. Fallon Cook from Infant Sleep Australia. And you'll notice it's just me again this week. Poor Dr. Laura. She's really sick with influenza um, and still not back on her feet. So yeah, you're back with just me again. Um, this week, I really wanted to dive into a fantastic question that we had come through from a mum who is doing Sombell. It's a question we get asked quite a lot and I think it'll be really um, of interest to lots and lots of parents out there. Um, so this mum has a nine and a half month old. Um, she's recently returned home from attending a sleep school. Uh, her baby was being fed to sleep, but has recently started to settle for sleep in her cot. And this mum wants to know: Can overly long wake periods during the day cause excessive waking overnight? It's a really good question, and I think for a lot of parents, if you've been following along with you know different sort of sleep people, you've probably noticed that there's a really big discrepancy in what people say about this. Um, I would say you know there are a lot of people out there who say you know sleep begets sleep that um, if babies are not having enough sleep during the day, then their nights are going to be worse. And then there are people saying that if babies have too much day sleep, their nights are going to be worse. Um, But how do you know, you know, what what's going on with your baby and whether they need more day sleep or less day sleep? So one of the most important things I'd be thinking about is the age of your baby. So what we know is that up until about 12 weeks of age, babies don't really produce um melatonin so their levels of sleep hormones they are not really producing them themselves yet um, from around 12 weeks of age that's when that production of of the sleep hormone starts to really kick off um, so we know that before 12 weeks of age the longer a baby is awake you know if they get past that um you know point of tiredness and start to enter into that sort of overtiredness they can be really really hard to settle to sleep and that's because they've just they're, they're worn out and exhausted and they're not getting this buildup of sleep hormones that's going to help them get off to sleep. So they just kind of get really overwrought, really ratty and it's, it's really hard work trying to calm them down. But from around 12 weeks of age, we know that babies, you know, the longer they're awake, the higher those sleep hormones are building up. And that's creating a lot of what we call sleep pressure so that drive to sleep becomes really really strong as those levels of hormones like melatonin and adenosine start to really climb up um, quite high so the longer a baby is awake the higher that sleep pressure gets the more likely they are to fall asleep Um, but of course it's not that simple they're still going to have you know if you stretch them too far they're going to become really overwrought, often they get a bit of a second wind where they're full of energy and, you know, pretty hard to calm down. But as I always say to parents in clinic, what goes up must come down. So they might get really, really wound up, but at the same time, you know, their sleep sleep, uh, hormones are starting to build up in their system and they will calm down again. And generally as parents, if we take them in a dark room and really help them to calm down, they'll be off to sleep in no time. So when we think about the question, does, you know, not enough day sleep cause excessive night waking, um, you know, I think there's some really good evidence out there that that that's not the case. We know that babies who have their daytime sleep interrupted. Um, I think there was a great study that looked at sort of screen time babies who spend a lot of time with screens tend to sleep less during the day, but they make up for it overnight. So they will catch up and sleep at nighttime. And, you know, I used to sort of fall, you know, into that, um, I, I used to think too, that, you know, we have to avoid overtiredness in babies. We absolutely must. And yes, that's true for really little babies, but it's just not for older babies. Um, and how I started to really think about this was I, um, quite a few years ago now went over to Boston to do some additional training, um, around sleep. And when I was there, I observed a sleep clinic at the, uh, Brigham women and children's hospital. And I was observing some clinicians who were seeing, you know, different families for various different sleep problems, and someone came in with a baby who was probably about nine and a half, ten months old, somewhere around that age, and I was sort of watching this other clinician as she was talking through things with this family, and she was suggesting, you know, this baby's getting a little bit too much day sleep, and it's making them very, very wakeful overnight. And when that session finished, I was chatting to the clinician, and I said, why wouldn't you sort of suggest though that maybe this baby is getting a bit overtired and then that's causing disrupted sleep? And she kind of looked at me like I was stupid and I do feel a bit silly thinking back on it now. And she said, because it's just not the case. If babies are getting a lot of day sleep, there's just less sleep that they can do overnight. You know, every baby has this amount of sleep that they uniquely need. And if they get too much of that sleep in the daytime, they're just not going to need as much sleep overnight. And she was saying how so many of the families she was seeing were trying to avoid overtiredness, quite desperately trying to avoid it, thinking that that is what was causing um, nighttime sleep problems, and that when she sort of advised them, look, you don't need to increase day sleep. We can actually dial it back a bit. Um, Night sleep was improving out of sight. And that really goes along with everything we know about sleep and how sleep pressure builds up and all the factors that influence sleep. But for some reason, so often with babies, we have it all turned around the other way. Um, So yeah, I mean, it's confusing for clinicians. It's also really, really confusing for parents as well. So if that one's had you a bit confused, um, I completely understand why it would Um, So this parent in the email was also saying that um, she's noticing where she used to settle her baby after two hours of awake time during the day, she could feed that baby to sleep and the baby would go off to sleep fine. And now that this baby can settle in her cot, she's finding that she really has to wait to see the tired signs in her baby before her baby will settle easily to sleep in the cot. Um, And that's really normal too. At The two-and-a-half-hour mark, a lot of babies will – Um, Bill getting a little bit tired and with something really calming and soothing like being fed, they might manage to drift off pretty easily um, but if they're in the cot there's not quite as much close support around them so they might need to be a little bit more tired before they can fall asleep in the cot and I think if your baby's showing tired signs at you know the three to four hour mark and you can put them down in the cot and they're really happy to just roll over and go to sleep pretty quickly it's a really good sign that that is when you should be settling your baby I'd absolutely be led by those tired signs. And this mum was also saying that she one of the reasons she's reached out on an email is because she's concerned that over the last five days or so, there has been increased night waking. So an extra wake up at about 10 p.m. just before a dream feed is offered and another wake up at around 4.30 a.m. And this is new for this baby. Um, It sounds like this baby might have been basically sleeping through the night. Um, so these wake-ups are a recent um, phenomenon, which is what caused her to ask the question, you know, it just, does my baby need a little bit more day sleep? Is that actually a factor that should be considered? Um, what I would say is that when babies start to learn how to settle themselves to sleep in a cot, they're going to have these ups and downs. And what I mean is that, they're pretty clever (laughs) babies are really clever so it might be a week it could be two weeks or even three or four weeks after you start working on cot settling Babies will every now and then they'll call out just to see if you might go back to what you used to do to settle them. So this baby probably remembers that, well, sometimes when I'd call out at night, I would have this lovely cuddle and a feedback to sleep. And I just want to know if I call out, is mum going to come in and give me that extra feed? Or is dad going to come in with a bottle? Um, or will some other support be offered? Um, so the fact that over the last five nights you've had these little wake ups, I wouldn't be too concerned. They're really likely to resolve. What I would be focusing on is being extremely consistent with what you do during those wake ups because your baby might be trying to find out if I call out, is something different going to happen? So when you go into your baby, do the exact same thing every time, give lots of frequent reassurance, um, and you'll probably find that they go, well, this is kind of boring. All I'm really getting from mum is just this same same reassurance every time. Um, And they won't feel so motivated to wake up and call out for that. So I think there's a really good chance that those wake ups um, will resolve over the next week or so. Um, You also mentioned that there's some early waking happening as well. and look, that could be so many factors to consider. It could be that sleep pressure is getting quite low towards the morning, um, and your baby just isn't hasn't got the really strong self-settling skills yet. So sometimes um, they wake up, sleep pressure is low, and they're just struggling to get themselves back to sleep at that time. Um, It might be that bedtime needs to be pushed just a little bit later. That might help with a longer sleep in. I'd also be thinking about environmental factors. So is there uh, rubbish trucks going past or traffic noises, birds? I mean, in Australia, we have the loudest birds on the planet. Um, They often do start squawking pretty early in the morning. Um, Try to use white noise to mask those sounds or if light's coming in you know, use your block out blinds so that it's hard for your baby to know what time it is. And then just keep going with that consistency until your wake up time. Keep trying to resettle. Um, And if they do just wake up and they just don't want to resettle at that time, um, sometimes you do need to just get them up because there's nothing else you can do. Um, What I'd say is keep it really dark, really calm and really quiet until the wake up time that you would prefer. And then when it's that wake up time, you... Turn on the lights, open the blinds, turn on some music, big change of um, feeling in the air. It's really going to help your baby to realize, okay, that's the wake up time I'm supposed to have. And it helps the circadian rhythm to realize, okay, if light starts at 6.30 a.m., then 6.30 a.m. must be the time to start the day. And that will help your baby's circadian rhythm get into a great pattern. So I hope that I hope that uh, helps to answer some of those questions around the old sleeper begets sleep myth. Um, And I know that there'll be people who don't agree with this. Look, that's completely fine. If you have found that offering your baby more days sleep is working really well for their nights, that's completely fine. Every single baby is different. um, And the things I've talked about today um, really relate to that one specific case. But hopefully you found some helpful information in there. If you like our podcast, please uh, click the subscribe button. Um, Please give us five stars. We'd love to get a review. Um, And if you're a SOMBEL member, please send us through some questions and we'll answer them in next week's podcast. Um, Thanks so much for listening in. Bye. If you need help with your baby's sleep or settling, then you need SOMBEL. SOMBEL is Australia's first online paediatric sleep clinic for babies aged 0 to 12 months. It contains all the best resources from Dr. Fallon and Dr. Laura's Sleep Clinics, so you can rest easy and soak in your baby. To find out more, click the link in the show notes or visit sombell.infantsleep.com.au